Hey, Adam here. Welcome back to the Disneyland Show. That's right, we're doing another in-depth uh, history episode. Today, the King Arthur Carousel is on the chopping block, and oh boy is there history to this attraction. Now you may be thinking, oh, a carousel, boring. But I have to tell you that this is a generic ride, and it might not have any extra flair, but this was here when Walt was here, and it has a key factor in making Disneyland an actual land. Because one day, Walt was watching his kids ride a carousel, and he was thinking on the park bench that he was sitting on. If only he could make a place that was fun for people of all ages, so the kids could have fun, and the parents could have fun as well. Also known as Disneyland, California Adventure, Walt Disney World, so on and so on. Uh, so... Walt decided to buy a different carousel from Toronto, Canada in 1954. That's right, Canada. And it was transported all the way from Toronto to Disneyland. And Toronto isn't as close to California as Vancouver. So, yeah, that, it was a long time. And considering back then, in like 1954, that's, that's actually kind of crazy. But it's Walt. Walt wanted a carousel, Walt gets a carousel. And, um, so it was transported to Disneyland to be an opening day attraction, one of the very few opening day attractions that is still here to this day, and hasn't been too, too much, didn't have too much changes in it, but we'll get to the changes later. They're located in Fantasyland. They were minor refurbs, like, all the time, which which is, like, touch-ups and stuff, but so far there were two big refurbs in its lifespan. One in 1983 and one in 2003. 1983 was when they moved it away from the castle to add more room in Fantasyland and added a roof to it as well. They wanted more room in Fantasyland because where the carousel was, now they can have more room for, say, Peter Pan's Flight, which is a very busy attraction in Fantasyland. And in the 2003 refurb, they added mecha- mechanics so it's easier to operate, so the... Uh, so the a uh, cast member wouldn't have to, uh, you know, like, count the horses to see how many times it goes around. It can just, um, it would count on its own, and it knows when to stop. It also allows you to start and stop in the same position. So if you stopped, if you started really high on the horse, you would end really high. So little kids who get on one because it's an easy way to get up won't have problems getting back down. The last bit of history I have for you is about something that is outside, but right in front of the carousel, and it kind of ties in with, like, the King uh, Knight's aesthetic. It's the Sword in the Stone. It's a cool concept, and it will allow one kid a day, or even adult if they want to, to lift the sword and be the king or queen of Disneyland for that day, which I think is a very cool idea, and I wish they would keep doing this. But, sadly, it was ended in 2006. But the sword is still there in the anvil and rocks. Now if we head over to some facts about this very exciting ride. Walt wanted all the horses to be jumpers, which are, if you've been on a carousel, you know, the horses that go up and down, up and down. But there were still some standards, which are the ones that are planted on the ground. And so Walt and the Imagineers took all the standards, broke off their legs, and put new ones on them, and reattached them onto new poles with axles so they could go up and down, up and down. 
It was three horses wide, but Walt built it out to have four horses wide. Every horse has a name, and you could get a list down in City Hall where all the complainers are trying to get money back from their trip, which makes no sense because unless if you died or got like a massive injury, I doubt they do that, and Disney hasn't had a death in so long. And most of those deaths are people being stupid, but anyway, back to this. With, uh, it has 72 horses, but it used to have 76, but they removed one row of four to add a bench. And I think this is a good idea, and many people agree, because people who are in wheelchairs, who can't get onto the horses, are too young and can't actually grab onto the horse itself, can, you know, still enjoy this ride. It, it's ha it's all hand-carved with all the horses and stuff in wood. You also get to choose your horse, and it goes 4.4 miles an hour, with no height or weight restrictions. But someone under the age of 7 still can go on the ride, but they need someone that's 14 years or older to accompany them on this ride. A cast member every night has a certain job. Their job is to maintain all the horses and this attraction. They have to touch up on all the paint of the horses and clean the brass poles. It takes about six hours to clean up the whole attraction. There's three hidden Mickeys on Jingles the horse, and that horse has a lot of history to itself as well. This was Walt's favorite horse, and whenever he rode this, he would pick Jingles. It is also the horse where, if you look on it, it has the umbrella, Mary Poppins, and 50, and, and, um, and J.A. for Julie Andrews, who played Mary Poppins. It's a two-minute ride, and it goes through six full circles. That's all I have to say about the ride, because there's not that much to it. It's a standard carousel. Um, it's located right in the heart of Fantasyland, and you see it spinning when, you enter, when you're walking through the castle. I personally would give it a skip or a standby, because if... If you want to get something done, it's your first time in a while, don't go on this ride until, unless you have free time. If that's a skip, like, you want to do everything you can before these, like, minor rides. So that would be a skip. Uh, but if you, say you have, like, a monthly or an annual pass there, yeah, go on it. Why not? Experience everything. But I just don't think there's that much to it. Like, I personally wouldn't spend time going on this a lot if I had a certain amount of time left and I wanted to do things like Pixar Pier, Galaxy's Edge, I also like all the mountains, all that stuff, like you want to get those rides done first. But also a standby because if you are someone with an annual pass, you can actually go on this ride as many times as you want because Chances are you live in California, so you don't really need to hurry up and do everything before you don't go for, like, another year or something. And, anyway, that's all. If you have any questions or anything, send it to the email down below. Uh, we have a YouTube channel as well, The Disneyland Show, and we'll be trying to post more there on that soon. We have some more ideas for, say, another series after this, which you guys would also enjoy. And a game show that might be coming soon. We just have to find a right can uh, right candidate or someone who will volunteer to join us with it. And that's all for this episode. This is Adam, and may the Disneyland knowledge be with you.